This is such a good time to spot or, or add or plant ground covers in your landscape. You're starting to see, we've had a couple gully washers. It's only going to get more as we progress through into the rainy seasons of the summer or the monsoon seasons of the summer. And so you'll see where the weak spots are in your yard. Now, ideally, landscaping is to get the water away from your foundation of your house. You don't want water coming off the roofs and to the base or your house will start floating. It's not good. You want to channel it down through the yard and hopefully through your neighborhood. So you're not just taking your water and chucking it in the back door of your neighbor's yard. You want it to flow through the natural flow of the landscape. And so once you get that water out, sometimes you'll see when we're watering, we can have an inch of rain in just literally an hour. That's going to test how, how the water flows through your landscape. That dry wash is now flowing water all of a sudden. And so it's, this is when you start to see erosion, you could plug some plants in to hold that foliage in, hold that ground in, just with the roots and the foliage of the plant. And so I thought I'd go over a list of kind of the top ones, the ones that seem to perform, that do the job really well out in the landscapes. And so it kind of depends on where you're at. I'd say the number one and number two used over the last several decades. So creeping or, or carpet or ground cover junipers and ketoniaster. Those two, they're companion plants. They take the wind, the sun. They'll take rocks. They'll take the heat, radiant heat coming off of walls, but they stay low. Or there's a, several varieties that stay well, quite low. So like ankle high, no, long, no higher than, than knee high. That's kind of, but they spread out one plant put on a drip irrigation, and it will cover six, seven, eight feet of garden soil, uh, ground cover, and the roots mirror the foliage as it grows. And so it's going to hold in. One plant can hold in six feet, square feet of soil. And so that hill will stop rolling away. Now, we do use some riprap with stacked rocks, basically. In the industry, we call those ankle busters. But basically, potato-sized rocks or bigger, we kind of hold in a hillside. Maybe we'll put fabric underneath. But ultimately, those tend to eventually wash down too. A plant won't do that. A plant stays there for almost ever. In fact, it's been dead for 10 years. It grew for 20 years. Now it finally died. The roots will stay there for another decade, holding that soil. And that's the beauty of using plants. And they're pretty. And they cool the environment. And they, you know, there's a lot of benefits. And so I would say, Ground cover junipers, uh, they, there's several colors. So I, I use a lot of old gold junipers. Gets up about knee high. But the reason I like the gold varieties of juniper for ground covers, so mine are knee high by, you can't put your hands across them. They're, they're six, eight feet across. Uh, the reason I like those is I have a real dark ground cover, uh, kind of rock, mulchy kind of thing. So the gold looks really good against this mocha-colored uh, ground cover there if you use to hold everything together. You might like blue. There's some there's carpets or blue chips that are very low, maybe four inches tall, but they go out eight feet long. So very robust, very tough. Juniper. Junipers grow wild here, so you know they're going to adapt well. Cotoneaster also grows wild here. And so there's several low varieties so there's strebes, 
There's uh, um, Coral Beauty. There are several color, but it's an evergreen, typically evergreen, kind of uh, small leaves, dark, rich green. It gets white flowers in the spring and red berries in the fall. It's just a real pretty plant, but very robust. But the animals don't like that plant because they, they've they've tasted that out in the wild and go, oh, that is the worst tasting thing. Made me a little sick to my stomach. Stay away from Catoniaster. Not good. Another one that's like that, if you jump over to vines, it's also a native. Now, you just need to plant it once and know it's going to grow for years to come, Virginia creeper. Now, Virginia creeper is a vine, and it's most famous for growing up fences, and it turns this bright, bright red in the fall. That's, it's, that's when we sell most of them. But really, where it grows wild out in the forest is a ground cover. It's going to grow underneath the oaks and the junipers, and just it just grows wild out there. And the animals know don't mess with Virginia creeper. It doesn't taste good. And so just they, they'll allow it just to creep and crawl in between the rocks over the hills, keeping things in place. And as Virginia creeper creeps and then touches the ground, it will root out again. So you don't get just one. You get this mat of, of pretty vines. It's got these five leaves to it. Another one that's sort of like that, if you've got that back patio and you got this, the, the, the developer cut into the hill and you've got this stark wall going straight up. One that's related to Virginia creeper that's very similar is called Boston ivy. Boston ivy, it's basically, it's cousins. They're, they're the same as Virginia creeper, but instead of five leaf, five node leaves, it's got three. They turn red in the fall, but the beauty of Boston ivy is it self-clings. So if you get that stark, just straight up wall, I've seen so many homes, you can plant one of those at the base and it will turn into this eight foot high by six foot wide, just matted green, beautiful wall. So you turned your, this negative, uh, which stark wall going up or hill into a positive. It's this green lush secret garden. So you can, but great at holding in the root, the hillside. This is when you see erosion. This is when you see your French drains. This is when you give a workout to those dry washes. You're going to test the, the the limits of those. And sometimes they'll fail and you see the, the, the wash. You'll see where water's taking away the landscape. Plant plants there. They will hold the plants. They'll hold things in. I guess the number one, the, especially the Midwest folks, they love their grasses. Grasses are, are their root structure is very much like a palm tree. It's very fibrous, very rooty, very massive root structure. So they don't go out far, but they're very fibrous. And so they're really notorious for holding in hillsides. And so that's the biggest one is, is pampas grass. This is a grass that gets up easily head high with the plumes that kind of hover above that. So it's a, it's a bit large for a lot of landscapes. So there's some shorter ones. The native one that goes out in the valley, so Prescott Valley, down towards the Verdes, uh, all the way up towards uh, uh, Chino Valley, Paulden. There's a green grass. It gets up about hip high. It almost looks like a giant yucca, but it's it's got a white flower on it right now. It's called bear grass, like bear, like bears. Bear grass. I don't know why they call it that. I should research that sometime. But it's a robust evergreen grass. Very good at holding in foliage, holding in, uh, sorry, soil. Uh, just its its roots are gonna, it, it mirrors the foliage and it holds that much ground underneath it and a little bit more. Really tremendous plant for your native. Get it up to size 
and then cut it off of care. You don't need to water it. don't need to care for it anymore. It's a native, and it likes growing the mountains and the sunny areas in the mountains. For the shaded areas, some of you have that north side where you need something to hold the ground in that's more of a shade area. Number one seller by far is periwinkle or vinca, V-I-N-C-A, vinca. Periwinkle is a common name for it, but it loves growing in the shaded areas. It's just very aggressive, almost too aggressive. Don't introduce vinca into your main flower gardens or all you'll have left in five years is nothing but vinca. But it's really good if you get a rock area that water's flowing through and taking out the soil, plant a few vincas in there and it's going to be this beautiful green mat that will not allow the soil to wash away. Has little blue flowers about the size of quarters with five petals. It's a really good plant for here. Another one that's probably the most famous in the country is ivy, just English ivy. I think it's a bit aggressive. It's hard to maintain because it's it just continually grows. But if you put it out there underneath the juniper trees where it's kind of away from the house, you can just let it go. Great choice. Great choice. Five-leaf akebia, just the same way. Another viney kind of plant. There's some, some ground cover ideas for you, and there's a lot more than that. Come visit us. We could kind of help you space them out, get them just right, uh, so you've got enough to hold that hillside. But this is a good time to plant them and good time to grow them and keep your soil intact. Be right back after this. <music> 